0: This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com.
1: Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
2: Welcome into tomorrow. Thank you for joining us during our 27 years covering the latest in consumer tech. The announcer dude already told you, but what the heck, I'll tell you again anyway. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And then we're going to get to a bunch of your calls. Several folks had called in. We're coming to you from the Dexcom G7 into tomorrow studios. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Be sure to visit D-E-X-C-O-M dot com. And I got Chris on it as well. You've been following your blood glucose. I have. Very well. And you even invited your friend girl (laughs) into checking with you so she can see at any moment your glucose levels, and has already called to give you a little hell once in a while.
0: Yeah, well, I got a little hell, but then I explained to her that I had just eaten dinner, so yeah, sometimes it's going to go up a well, little yeah, bit. Well, it's going
2: to spike you after know. meals. Right, but, but
0: then the next day I got a text saying, you know, hey, babe, 118, you're doing great. And I was like, thanks.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> now all I need is someone that I can share mine with, <laughs> so I can get a, hey, babe, you're doing great. So, <laughs> But that's encouraging. So, Michelle, keep it up. Because it is helping him. Plus, the weight you're losing. Yeah, you to buy a new belt. You ran out I of did. belt holes. A nice little uh, side effect, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Norman in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Welcome into tomorrow.
0: Hey, Dave. I got a uh,
3: TV and I got it hooked up to a sound bar. But there's no place on the TV or the sound bar to plug in my other speakers because I want more sound going around my house and to the back room. I got the other speakers, they're Pioneer. Is there any sort of link? Is there any sort of hookup or any way to transfer the sound from this soundbar or the Toshiba TV to these other speakers?
2: Well, Norman, typically soundbars have inputs but no outputs since they're usually used on their own. Some brands like Bose and Samsung do support either wired or wireless speakers. So your first step should be to check the manual to be safe and make sure there isn't an out of the box fully supported way to do this with whatever particular model you have. Now, assuming that's not the case, which is the most likely scenario, then you'll be looking at workarounds more than ideal solutions, unfortunately. Yeah, now, some people physically wire speakers to
0: their soundbars. Now, that tends to be a bad idea. The, the soundbar might not have the power to drive the speakers, or the impedance may not match uh, the, the ones of the internal speakers, and could t- potentially damage the soundbar. Oh. Some soundbar warranties are voided by trying something like that. Now, your other option is to get an optical audio splitter, and just split the signal coming out of your TV so that it's fed to both the soundbar and the speakers. Now, the downside of this is you won't be getting true surround sound, but the sound coming from multiple directions may be enough for you to consider an improvement
2: over the standalone soundbar. Yeah, and and that does make sense. A lot of folks have told us over the years, since soundbars have been available a while ago, that just adding the soundbar filled their room with surround sound, and they were truly amazed by it. But I get what Norman and many others are trying to do. You want even more. And, you know, that's not a problem. You just have to realize that maybe you can, maybe you can't. So if you're in the market for a sound bar and think you want to add more speakers, ultimately in the future, then look for one that's got inputs and outputs so that you can deal with that. I think that's the best way to to hopefully work with that. John in Bridgewater, New Jersey. He managed to hit that Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, John, welcome back into tomorrow.
3: Hey, Dave, Chris, Cameron. I'm responding to a a call that somebody put in last week asking about cameras. And you guys gave her the really good advice of maybe she should use her phone. Um, I recently went overseas to go home for a week and decided not to bring my DSLR camera and to use my cell phone, which is a new model. It's a Samsung S22 Ultra. Just absolutely blown away at the quality of the pictures that I was able to get. Distance, zoom, I took a picture that I took 11 years ago with my DSLR. It was so much better and so much closer and clearer and so much easier to get. It just, all over the board, the pictures that I took with my phone are just now much better than I can take with my camera. And, you know, we already need the phone. I spent, you know, $900 on this phone. So I'm not looking to spend another $1,500 on a DSLR camera with new lenses to get the same functionality. It's just kind of silly and a lot more to carry. Anyway, that's my two cents. Um, Totally think that the phone is the better move at this point.
2: Well, thank you, sir. We appreciate that. And uh, especially because you agreed with us. Uh, but but also, you think the S22 is good. You should check out the S23. They're brand new model, and, and no, I don't own any Samsung stock or anything, but it's pretty amazing. Where's your S23? Uh, I'm quite happy with my Note 20 Ultra 5G. Except that you're not. Well, <laughs> except that I am. It's just that it's messing up stuff when I'm in the car. I can't dictate. Suddenly. since the last update. It's a like built-in obsolescence.
0: Yeah. It's like my you know, my iPhone knows that I've got two months left to, to make payments on. It's a T Mobile, so it's been it's been really crapping out on me lately. Because really? it, you know and this happened with the last one I did. I, I made the last payment on my last phone and it just completely died on me. Oh.
2: So I have a feeling that this one's gonna last another two months. No, but see that's why you should be on Android. Because Apple uh, sneaks into your phone and says, oh, he's almost got it paid off. Let's force him to buy a new one. Although this is the, the oldest model I've ever had. I mean, they're up to the what,
0: 14 now, and I've still got the 11. What, you're asking me? I don't no. follow iPhones. Well, I'm just saying. I'm usually, oh. you know, one model behind. This is the first time I think I'm three models behind. <laughs> Whoa. Well, then why don't you have a new S23? Because uh, it's an Android. <laughs> well, that's and reason enough. And I don't have a new iPhone because I'm looking forward to not having a phone payment. <laughs> Well, that's a lame just excuse. Just paying for my service, you know. It's, it's like a car. Every time I've paid off a car, I've had to get a, go buy a new one. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't been without a car payment in twenty years.
2: Wow. Yeah. So I mean, now's the time, right? You've got a, a young man, of course, Cameron, yeah. my grandson, your son. Uh, he might be interested in this. The Home Depot is expanding its kids workshops from in stores to the metaverse. With virtual learning experiences for children within Roblox's Red Cliff City, because he does Roblox, right? Uh Loves Roblox. The experience enables players to build a virtual garden, a virtual car, or even a virtual birdhouse by collecting items in a scavenger hunt around a store. That's actually kind of cool. I don't because he loves that kind of stuff—escape rooms and and I, things. But I think that a scavenger hunt around the store and the fact that he uses Roblox and Red Cliff City, I think he'd get a big kick out of that.
0: Not gonna lie, I might like have fun with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So should Chris do it or should he save it for
0: Cameron? I'm gonna have to uh, borrow the the network's uh, Oculus headset and see if I can do something
2: there. I I don't think you have to walk around a Home Depot with the know. Oculus headset. No. Although, that might make it more fun. Thing? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, check it out and report back. Okay. I still think Chris should share it with Cameron. What do you think? 800 899 into and join us at intotomorrow.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're headed. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023.
0: If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com slash compatibility. In today's connected world, high-speed internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35,000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35,000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live and work.
1: Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, the real brains behind this operation. True. So if you have a tech question, ask Dave so he can ask me. Call
2: 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Call in. stuff. Thank you. And thank you, brains behind the operation. We do appreciate that. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by
0: our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. Start your free trial at blubrry.com.
2: Who doesn't enjoy a little time to themselves? It seems taking advantage of a little alone time also has its benefits. With this week's Into Tomorrow wellness tip brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock.
1: Thanks, Dave. A little solitude in your schedule could be just what you need. The busier you are, the more likely you are to benefit from some quiet time. Despite the push for open floor spaces in offices, studies show being surrounded by people kills productivity. People perform better when they have a little privacy. Research shows kids who learn by themselves are better behaved than other children. Be a good role model and teach solitary skills early. If you aren't used to being alone, it can feel uncomfortable at first. But creating that quiet time for yourself could be the key to becoming the very best version of yourself. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave.
2: You know, Victoria makes a lot of sense. Every week she gives us some great tips. And that's another one. Nothing wrong with some good alone time. Refresh. Recharge your batteries. The Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip is brought to you every week by Human Touch. How can a massage chair change your life? Oh, you would be surprised. Visit humantouch.com to find out. Thomas, use the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. When you do that, and we love it when you do, please be sure to indicate your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show, right? Yeah. The 24 7 stream, you subscribe to our podcast with this particular service. We'll give them a little at a boy, at a girl, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, Thomas.
3: I'm having trouble finding a photo that I used for a contact. The photo is still in the contact, but I cannot find the photograph itself. Can that photograph be out of my photos? but still in the contact. How do I find this? Any help you can give me, I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: It's our pleasure, Thomas. But yes, unfortunately, the photo may be in the contact and no longer in your photo library. Contacts usually keep their own copy of a picture, so things won't change if you edit the original or delete it. Unfortunately, there's usually no way to download the picture from the contact itself. Of course, you can do a screen capture, I guess, but you'll often find some kind of a zoom or basic edit, but not the ability to download it. If your
0: contacts app is allowing you to see a larger version of the picture, so you can crop it into, for example, just the person's face, you may be able to take a screenshot to get a smaller version of the original, but that's typically as much as you'll be able to recover uh, from the original. If your contacts are synced online, it might be good to check the online version of the contact. It may have a larger version of the image. And if you're lucky, you may be able to right-click on it,
2: open in a new tab, and save that larger version. Now, that's true. And I've done that. I've done screenshots because I went back looking for somebody's picture. You know, I had someone uh, a week or so ago that says, hey, is that the same so-and-so that we went to school with or whatever it was? And I said, I think so. Do you have a picture? And it was like, oh, well, yeah, the contact picture. So at least I did a screenshot, sent that. Is is this the one you're thinking of? Yeah, that's him. Okay. Uh, So you can oftentimes do that. It may not serve the purpose you're looking for, Thomas, but at least you can give that a shot and see if it works. Let us know. And when you do, let us know where you're joining us from and how you hear us. Google Assistant, by the way, has been updated with parental controls that limit calls and YouTube content during school time. Well, that should be a given. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Why is this like a, a light bulb moment? Uh-huh. Oh, what an interesting idea that they should have done since the very beginning. The device also offers kid-friendly voices for better comprehension. Okay. <laughs> because I guess they think kids will listen to what sounds like another kid more than they will an adult. Any parent can relate to that, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Lex in Bozier City. Is that how you say it? That is. You've always corrected me on that one. Bozier City, oh Louisiana is using the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hello, Lex.
3: I have Alexa in my home, and it works well, but I bought an air conditioner system, a window unit, and inside the box, lo and behold, there was a Google Home device Whoa. that came with it. And I'm wondering... Are these two things compatible uh, with Alexa or are they, you know, would they work even in the same house? Do I need to be in separate rooms? What's going on there? Oh, also another question. Dave, you can't retire. Sorry, not going to happen. So tell Cameron that you have to stay working for the the rest of my life, at least. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
2: Oh, great. Well, the, okay. Well, I'm I'm semi-retired. How about that? Yeah. Hence the one-hour podcast. Exactly. Three-hour show. We we went from three hours, and we thought we'd just give you the best of into tomorrow in a one-hour podcast. Now, and of course, many of our stations, our radio stations, continue to carry our one-minute daily feature. So we're still on the radio as well. But the show itself, the weekly show, is now a one hour podcast. And we hope you enjoy it and we hope you subscribe and listen to it all the time. But back to your question, Lex no, they're not compatible with Alexa. Google Home is a direct competitor. To Amazon's Alexa product. It's basically Google creating a database on you rather than Amazon creating a database on you. You can run both in the same house. I do. uh, And they will, for the most part, stay out of each other's way since they respond to different trigger words. But you could potentially start having issues with them in the future as trigger words start going away.
0: Yeah, if you want to just use it for your air conditioning, then you can just plug it in and pretend that your AC has its own voice assistant and only ask Google to deal with it and keep using Alexa as you are now. Oh,
2: I like that idea. So make everybody who visits you think that you have a separate voice-controlled air conditioner. Uh So at least right now, you shouldn't have any issues at all using them both in the same room. Okay. Well, there you go. There's some hope for you, Lex. Tell us what you end up doing, and uh, hopefully it'll all work out. Greg in Manchester, Tennessee, welcome into tomorrow.
3: Trying to get out of my expensive Verizon cell phone service, and I noticed there's one called Mint Mobile, and then there's one called Visible. I believe that's by Verizon, and I'm trying to see... Do you know if Mint Mobile is um, what network
2: they use? Because, you know, I think there's three carriers out there, and and I'm trying to see if the Mint Mobile will, um, you know, it's going to save me some money. But I'm just trying to see what network they might be using. And if you ever suggest those uh, third-party carriers, uh, thank you. Well, you're welcome. And you're right. There are only three carriers that provide everybody. And don't be telling me, well, Xfinity, uh," no, they use other carriers as well. I wouldn't use Xfinity if they were the last carrier, air quotes, on Earth. But Greg Mint runs on T-Mobile's network, including their 5G network. You should have decent coverage nationwide, but keep in mind that MVNOs, another one of those batches of initials, right, but that means Mobile Virtual Network Operator, are less expensive for a reason. Your data will be considered low-priority traffic on the network. Not just T-Mobile, but if you uh, are using an MVNO that is using Verizon or AT&T, same problem. That's not necessarily, though, a terrible thing, but it does mean that your speeds will be slower, and your connections may be dropped if the network is busy. Yeah. In other words, the 5G network likely won't feel like 5G for you.
0: But then again, you'll probably be paying half of what you'd be paying T-Mobile directly, so it might still be worth it, uh, depending on your usage patterns and how busy the network gets where you live. Now, that's the big caveat with third-party carriers. If you can live with that, then they can definitely save you some money.
2: Yeah. Now, that's true. Because a lot of people are saying, but it's so much less expensive. That's true. You get what you pay for.
0: Right. And if you have cell phone service and your bill doesn't come from either AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile
2: you're on an MVNO. Yes. And you are using, whether you know it or not, one of those three. Yeah. Because that's just how it works. And again, if you're fine with it, more power to you. And but if it's like you say, "Well, I was on Verizon, but it was so much more money and now I'm using this one or in this case with with Greg who, you know, is talking about on Mint, well, he's on T-Mobile. And yeah. uh, their network. And again, they don't have priority. Right. And for a lot of people, especially
0: people, you know, the older generation that just use the phones for an occasional phone call or for emergencies, that's perfectly fine. Sure. They don't, you don't need the high speed. You don't need the priority network access. Right.
2: If you're not streaming on your phone, watching shows all the time or stuff like that, that then you're not using a lot, but a lot of data anyway. Yeah. So, Greg, I hope we've answered your question and that we've helped you out there. And uh, I'm glad you brought that up because so many people ask about that periodically that I think it's important for us to bring up every so often. There are only three carriers. Everyone else uses one of those three, or in some cases, multiples of those three for coverage in various areas. So just be an informed consumer. And if you can save money and you're happy with where you are, stay there. I guess that's better than being a consumed informer. Oh, see what I got to put up with. All the way, by the way, into tomorrow.com. Sending voice messages instead of typing can save you a lot of time. But listening through those five or ten minute monologues from your friends is time consuming and often just not possible. Imagine being in a meeting, lecture, or any loud and crowded environment. Textify is an app for iPhone that converts those annoying voice messages into easily readable text at the touch of a button. Get Textify now from the App Store. Do you own a business? What do your customers hear
3: when they call? Every business is unique, and Advanced Productions can help you create custom
2: voicemail greetings or an on-hold production. Call us today at 888-899-8511. For over 40 years, we've been providing affordable audio and video services to businesses around the world. Let us create a custom holiday on-hold message for your business for less than $200. Call us today at 888-899-8511 or visit onholdaudio.net. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you in advance for calling in, for participating on the program. Because, of course, we've got plenty of cool consumer tech products, gadgets, gizmos, software, all sorts of neat things to share with you when we hear you. On the show, and that's really what counts. So don't hesitate anytime 24 7 to join us. You can either do it the old fashioned way, the 800 number still works 28 years later almost 1 800 899 into 800 899 4686, or of course, you can use the free Into Tomorrow app. And hit the Message to Studio button that's available anytime, also 24-7. Or a lot of folks are trying the new way, and that is on any device with a browser and a microphone. You can visit our website and click on the Ask Dave little red microphone button at intotomorrow.com. There's a new book out that reveals how leading companies are adopting a new generation of human-centric technology, whoa, that got our attention, to drive innovation amid rapid change. The Global Managing Director of Thought Leadership and Technology Research, that all fits on his business card too, I think, with Accenture, and co-author of Radically Human, is Jim Wilson. Jim, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Good
1: to be here, Dave.
2: Gla- Doing well. Glad to have you with us. Very interesting uh, about this whole radically human thing. What is that about? Let's get into some of the details in the book.
1: Sure. Well, you know, we point out in the book that, you know, we're coming into a new stage of technology evolution. Um, I think, you know, it used to be, of course, that we had to adapt to the machines that we work with or the machines that we interact with, you know, uh, from the way that we have to kind of adjust our hands to to keyboards on our personal computers, uh, to the way that, you know, in uh, factory settings, we had to put robotic systems behind safety gates and so on. But now the thing that we're seeing, particularly uh, with advances in artificial intelligence, is that these machines are actually learning to adapt to us to learn from us you know they're they're developing capabilities to speak more intelligently they're developing capabilities uh in the areas of common sense for instance they're actually able to do science and in new and interesting ways that augment scientific discovery so you know we're really seeing these technologies uh, in uh, with terms like you know gener- generative artificial intelligence or creative AI, and actually the New York Times just did a uh, a piece uh, last week talking about creative AI and how people can use these new systems to actually help them uh, write Thanksgiving recipes and work on oh. Thanksgiving recipes. But a lot of the advances that we've seen have come uh, in the area in particular, of natural language technologies like GPT-3. Um, you know, and I think, Dave, you know, that these tools m- might sound pretty futuristic, but we're already seeing them kind of come into uh, existence. You know, it could be in university classrooms where they're going to impact the way that we learn. Uh, for instance, you know, I think students can now study Ah, uh, new chemical compounds that AI has recently discovered, which has really never been done before. In just the past uh, year or two, there have been there t—there's been a 200-fold increase in the library of known uh, protein structures that AI has actually discovered. Um, and that of course is going to have a huge impact certainly on how we learn but also on our health and disease treatments uh, as we look forward over the next five to ten years Uh, we're seeing these systems in financial services companies and insurance companies uh, that are using ai systems to dramatically simplify uh, and reimagine the claims process so uh, in the book we talked about a company called lemonade Uh, And Lemonade actually, uh, at that company customers that are filing a claim simply have a conversation with that AI system about their loss. So they describe what happened to the AI system. And in many cases, the AI can just resolve the claim right there as a result of that natural conversation with the customer. And if the AI system doesn't quite get it, or if there's some additional complexities and that sort of thing, the system knows how to turn that conversation over to a human agent for assistance. And, you know, I think we're, we're seeing uh, these systems in uh, even in the, the National Football League, for instance, they're using more intelligent AI actually modeled on the human brain to search and tag its video content to make it much faster and easier for, you know, marketing staffers to create highlight reels and other media from you know those hundreds of thousands of hours of game tape that they have, so you know we're really seeing these systems all around us. We believe that we're coming into an inflection point these days. Uh, one of the reasons why we wrote the book, because we believe that you know business leaders, workers, uh, trying to you know think about their career direction, citizens really need a playbook on what to do now. And on how these technologies are going to impact their business, the economy, uh, and everyday life.
2: Well, and I think Jim, some of the points you gave about how AI is becoming radically human—you uh, know—I'm always got my audience in my head, and I'm hearing people saying things like, "So they are taking over. The robots, the computers are taking over." Maybe that's not a bad thing if it's helping us, right? Because clearly, there are many things that are benefiting companies and therefore hopefully favorably impacting the workforce for that matter.
1: Yeah, we're not, you know, we've done quite a bit of research on this topic of job displacement and kind of hyper automation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we do see that companies that overemphasize automation, right? So we've seen examples of auto manufacturers that tried to make, you know, kind of human-free factories that are just run on robots. And in general, those companies are not seeing nearly the performance or innovation benefits of companies that really use AI to unlock human potential. Um, And so, you know, the, the thing that we see is that the real opportunity with AI is around creating more valuable types of jobs and new types of jobs so that that to us is kind of the surprising story in all this i think you know just anecdotally all you need to do these days i think is you can go up onto a job site you know you can go onto linkedin or um, indeed.com and you start to see very new types of human work that is based around interaction with a AI system. So, you know, you see job titles like explainable machine learning engineer, which is a job we're seeing more and more in the financial services sector, or, you know, autonomous car trainers. And I see, I see people in these roles, uh, you know, all throughout the streets of San Francisco, uh, where there are different aut- autonomous uh, car companies trying to train these systems. Uh, in real, in safe and responsible ways or AI innovation strategists or AI safety engineers. And these are new types of jobs, unprecedented types of jobs. Uh, and at the same time, we're also seeing that the existing jobs that we have today are beginning to change. In some ways, they're beginning to change in ways that managers don't notice yet. But we're, we're seeing, you know, marketers, for example, are now able to go on to, Uh, onto access AI systems through their cloud partner at their company and quickly start to do powerful new types of uh, classification or regression analysis and that type of thing that can really help you in say a marketing job or we're starting to see you know um, automotive manufacturers bringing these these collaborative robotic systems into their production and really get Performance benefits in ways that they weren't able to get with previous generations of robotics because these systems are more flexible and they can learn on the fly a lot like a human. And they're also safer and more collaborative in many ways. Um, so we're, you know, we're starting to see that really the story is about unlocking human potential, unlocking the, the talent. Uh, that you have in your workforce. It's not about pure automation, if you will.
2: Gotcha. In the book, Radically Human, how new technology is transforming business and shaping our future, you believe that the concept of AI or artificial intelligence is becoming less artificial and that people, not the AI algorithms they deploy, will be the reason that most companies succeed. How is that?
1: Yeah, algorithms are becoming smarter, as I said earlier, so that those AI systems are becoming smarter. You know, they're they're starting to develop uh, intelligence in ways that we didn't see even three or four years ago. But it's ultimately people who put AI to work uh, in order to innovate solutions and strategies. So you can, you know, you can adapt an AI, but, it's people that are gonna have to figure out where the new opportunities are and that are gonna really help innovate. So it's about that combination of human plus machine. Uh, For example, one uh, UK based company that we've been tracking is called Accentia. And that's the first firm in history to use AI to develop drug candidates for human clinical trials. And that AI actually mimics human intelligence by design. It's good at spotting patterns in small data sets. And it's really trained to interpret images uh, and data in those more human-like ways to discover uh, molecules that can treat diseases. Uh, And company scientists are also using uh, a new generation of breakthrough AI techniques called active learning that really enable that AI to make strong predictions on those smaller data sets. But the firm, and this is an important point, really uh, describes its AI-driven drug discovery platform as a Centaur chemist. In other words, by Centaur, it's that blending of uh, a human chemist and the AI. And the company scientists, one of the company scientists that we quote in our book describes you know the this strategy really succinctly when he says artificial intelligence is not going to replace chemists but chemists who don't use ai will be replaced by those who do so it's really about that combination we we believe
2: and no doubt much more to learn truly fascinating jim where can our audience go for more info
1: yeah, so uh, the best bet—the book is published by Harvard Business Review Press, so uh, you know the HBR uh, site. But we we have our own uh, radically human site that's Accenture.com forward slash radically human, and there's uh, a lot of details, uh, a, lot, a lot more details than I mentioned today on there, and also it helps you. Uh, find the best spots to to buy the book.
2: And, of course, we'll get our audience there when you visit us, as always, at intotomorrow.com. Jim Wilson, thanks so much for sharing a few minutes with us. Uh, Keep up the good work, and you are, in fact, helping the world to become radically human, and we appreciate that.
1: Well, thank you. Good to talk.
2: Our pleasure. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. In today's connected world, high-speed
0: internet is a necessity. Luckily, where you live no longer means missing out on a fast connection. Do what we did and get HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. HughesNet Gen 5 delivers the speed you need where you live. Own a business? HughesNet has plans for you too. Text RADIO to 35000 for offers in your area. That's RADIO to 35000. HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet
2: available where you live and work. Your best every day. Welcome back into Tomorrow. Sony is reportedly designing 3D avatar tech that could generate facial modifications in real time to match the player's emotions, such as sadness or happiness. That, according to a recent patent, That was filed by Sony. The system could be used in unison with Sony's gaming hardware lineup. That according to Game Rant. So that could be interesting. It's worth staying tuned for. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry
0: Podcasting. With a new intuitive dashboard and stats system that now gives podcasters unparalleled insights into their podcast growth. Start your free trial now at b l u b
2: r r y. Chris in Millsboro, Delaware, welcome into tomorrow.
3: I have a question on the new iPad Air. It seems that when you try to run Microsoft programs, the programs run slower than other programs. Is there something I can do to speed
0: that up? Or is that just the way it is on the new iPod Air?
2: Well, Chris, the current iPod Air is a powerful tablet, and it's not itself sluggy. However, software can be optimized for different architectures, and it is possible that Microsoft hasn't gone out of its way, no surprise there, to optimize their offerings to run better on a new Apple product. Long-term, that would probably be short-sighted of them, of course. The truth is that switching from Office to Google's workspace takes minutes, costs the same, and once someone switches to a product that works normally, they're unlikely to start up another paid subscription just to see if the old product got any better. The same goes for Outlook or any cloud storage, for example. Yeah. Now, of course, having said that, they may see it differently
0: and they may have vested interest in making tablets seem inadequate for work so that more people settle for laptops running their operating system uh, when they would otherwise not need them. Uh, In any case, Microsoft software will need to be updated to take advantage of the new hardware and squeeze the most out of it that it can. Uh, But the new iPads are more than capable of running Microsoft's programs. Yeah.
2: So, Chris, I hope we've helped you out a little bit there. Of course, a lot of uh, Apple users would probably be screaming and saying just get Mac products. you know, Get Apple products and you won't have that problem because they'll all play nice together. And they'd be right. But I don't recommend that you do that if you're in a Windows world, for example, and you want to stick with Microsoft programs or Google and that sort of thing. Then, you know, go for it. Do your thing. We were talking a little bit earlier about how Amazon killed that cute little Prime robot. Well, they said they're improving, however, their home robot, Astro. With a pet detection feature that will snap video clips so owners can see what their dogs and cats are doing and opt to receive live views or photos like when you're at work the robot's artificial intelligence is getting smarter as well so the tech will be able to learn about objects in the owners homes like their pet food bowls <laughs> and so one would presume that if you're detecting a pet food bowl. You could then snap a picture, send it to the owner of the pet, if it's empty, right? Because mm-hmm. oh, I forgot to leave food, or they've they've consumed all the water, whatever. Because otherwise, what's the, what's good about detecting a pet food bowl? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's a food bowl. I'm still trying to find
0: out what's good about having a camera in your home that anybody can uh, you know hack into and access. Oh come on! You have cameras in your home. I have the camera that's built into one of my brilliant light switches, which I keep covered all the time, and I have the <laughs> camera that's built into my uh, Echo Show, which I keep covered all the time. Other than that, I have cameras all over the outside of my house. Oh, but you know, I don't. See, know. I, don't know? I don't trust the safety, the security of, of these devices. I keep hearing about things getting hacked into, and you know, are you really that paranoid? Well, you know, sometimes I like to walk around my house in my
2: underwear. Yeah, no, I, no I don't want people watching that. me. No, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Well, you could set up a what is it, OnlyFans or something? <laughs> and make money. Well, no, probably not. Well, I mean, I've always said that I,
0: you know, I could make a lot of money being an anti stripper. Because people would pay me a lot to keep my clothes on. <laughs> yeah, there you so go. So I'll, I'll start an OnlyFans page and I'll keep, I'll threaten to take something off unless you pay me.
2: <laughs> I, somehow, I don't see that as being very effective in the long run. I mean, you might get a couple of bucks. Yeah. Donald in Espanola, New Mexico. Welcome into tomorrow. What are you nodding approval that I I knew how to say it? Yeah, well, you are from Miami. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hello or hola. Espanola, I know how to say that. Okay. New Mexico.
1: (laughs) Is there any way to record a conversation
3: on an iPhone while the conversation is taking place?
2: Oh, well, short and sweet question, we'll try to give you a decent answer, Donald. The, the iPhone stock phone app doesn't include call recording capabilities, so you will need to rely on a third-party app. Most will try to accomplish that by routing the call through their own servers and typically charging you, of course, for the minutes used. If you want a truly free solution, you can install Google Voice and route your call through them. You can then press 4, and Google Voice will announce that the call is being recorded, and it will record it for you. After that, you'll be able to access the recording at voice.google.com.
0: And you know, Typically, all services that do this will include an announcement like the one Google Voice uses. The main reason for that is that they don't want any liability on their end for recording the call in places that require consent from one or both parties. Now, you probably won't find any legitimate service that doesn't do that. Now, if you want everything to be contained to just your iPhone, the only built-in way to kind of accomplish what you want is to turn on the speaker and use the iPhone audio recording app and just record the call as it comes out of the speaker and is picked up by the microphone. It's definitely not a very elegant solution, but it will work.
2: Yeah. And you should, of course, always warn someone, but you don't have to warn anybody. There's no automatic thing that says this call is being recorded.
0: Right. But if there isn't, then you need to use the call in court. It won't be admissible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. Exactly. And like I said, you should warn the other party that they're being recorded, but doesn't mean you do or you would have to in the long run. But it depends on what it is you're wanting to do it for. Whatever happened to the suction cup things that you used to be able to put on the back of a handset on a regular telephone and record a conversation? Because who has a handset anymore? Well, couldn't you slap that onto the back of a phone if you could even get one? I don't know. We should have our research department look into that. That's that's, that's back in tech history. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> like way back in tech history. So, Donald, I hope we've helped you out with that in some way or other. There are many ways to do it. So just let us know what works out best for you. And you have us curious, why are you needing to record phone conversations? Although we recorded yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But that's a given. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Netflix has launched the ability to create public handles for its games, laying the foundation for additional features that would make the service more social. People can use this public username across all of its titles, allowing them to find friends to play with in multiplayer games without having
2: to reveal their Netflix name and profile icon. Oh. And you don't necessarily have to hear that either. Correct. The ta-dum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because they're trying to be more social. Yeah, okay, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And having done something right 40 years ago, I'm talking about Microsoft. They're celebrating the release of the Microsoft Flight Simulator 40th Anniversary Edition. And with it, the game is getting a huge update. PC Gamer says that not only is there tons of new and improved content, which includes new vehicles like a true-to-life Airbus A310 liner, but there's also some interesting fixes in the list. Not Mm -hmm. sure what that means, but Microsoft, a lot of folks, have. you don't even have to be into gaming to have played with their flight simulator from 40 years ago. In fact, there was a time when PCs weren't considered
0: um like an IBM compatible machine unless it could run Microsoft Flight Simulator very
2: <laughs> true and that was kind of the the i guess the milestone or the the hallmark of a of a PC if it couldn't do that forget it don't buy it you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, kudos for a change. How often do we commend Microsoft over our 28 years almost? Probably the third time in our 27 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But if you are one of those flight simulator fans, and a lot of people are even, as I say, even if you're not a gamer per se, 40-year anniversary. So check it out. We have more for you at intotomorrow.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1c. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com.
0: Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit www.dexcom.com compatibility.
2: Did you know Facebook causes you to overestimate how happy your friends are and in turn makes you more depressed? Yeah, sounds about accurate. Yeah. Another little Into Tomorrow tech tidbit for you that's fun to discuss at the water cooler. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm
0: Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 to get more info. Again, text the word
2: RADIO to 35000. Do you podcast? I do. Of course. Well, we're doing it right now even, as a matter of fact. But if you are a podcast fan... Um, and perhaps you're listening to us on our 24-7 stream or otherwise, you want to get our free podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, in 2022's second quarter, Spotify edged out what had been the leader, Sirius XM Media. I don't know how this satellite radio that compresses the heck out of everything ends up being a leader in the podcast network, but they had been. Not now. Edison Podcast Media Metrics data indicated that they were ousted by Spotify. iHeartRadio rounded out the top three networks ranked by number of weekly listeners. Smart speaker growth has stalled, with 41% of Americans owning such a device as of second quarter of this year. This after smart speaker ownership soared from 2017 to 2019, the slowdown in adoption has also caused the amount of AM-FM radio listening that occurs on the devices to stabilize. While listening to radio on smart speakers has also leveled off, it remains vital to American radio as these devices are more likely to be the only radio device in the home these days. Hmm, That's not encouraging. No, but if people wonder why we went all digital and fully into our podcasts, that's one reason.
0: I'm trying to think around my house. Yeah, I mean, I think I only have one traditional radio, and it was an inheritance from my grandmother. of It was an old replica of an Edison radio. Ah, and you don't want to toss it because it was from her, right? And it's yeah. I don't even have it plugged in, but that's the only traditional actual. Well, no, and I do have a little battery powered hurricane radio in my in my little hurricane kit. Well, that's different. That I haven't replaced the batteries in in like three years, so I
2: probably should oh, check that. You might want to check that because if they've ruined and leaked, now you've ruined the radio, yeah. too. So, so you might want to check that. So a nice little HD radio with the Intro Tomorrow logo on it. Oh, very nice. Yeah. But, see, that's pretty sad if you think about it because the vast majority of homes these days either don't have a radio. I mean, look at the cars. A lot of them don't have AM radio anymore. And they have FM just because... But how many people do you know that are listening to radio, even in their cars anymore? You listen to your streaming. Yeah. And there you go. So that's pretty sad that the only radio device in the home frequently is just a smart speaker, as considered a radio device. Wow. John in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Use the Ask Dave button. We love you for that. On IntoTomorrow.com to participate hello john
3: i just wanted to call up and congratulate you as we end the three-hour model and moving to the one-hour model it's been a great 27 years looking forward to many more and hopefully dave gets the time off that he needs as a result of this (laughs) because we don't want him to go away anyway looking forward to year 28 coming up and hope you guys have a great rest of the year
2: well thank you john that's very nice i know i as I do with most of the calls. I never hear them ahead of time, and I didn't hear that. You surprised mm-hmm. me with that. Well, you see, now, now that you're on your second week of a little more time, what are you doing with yourself? Taking a nap. <laughs> 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 I wish. But that's that's very uh, that's very cool of, of him, and several other listeners who have shared with us on Facebook and emails and so forth, and Insta, uh, as well as Fakebook and, and all of that, that uh, they understand how we look ahead into tomorrow I mean look at that last story I did about how radio is not even in most homes anymore so yeah we tend to look ahead and from a three hour weekly show after a while it it's you know I love doing it we love hearing from people and helping solve digital dilemmas but after a while you know we got to go more digital fully digital and that's what we've done and if you're hearing this on our podcast thank you and please pick 5 of your favorite friends or enemies and get them to subscribe to our yeah. podcast as well <laughs> because that's important and they'll participate we'll send them prizes
0: as well yeah, you know and it's funny cuz you talk about you know going digital because radio is the last like analog medium that's still in use in the world today yeah i mean even television went digital
2: years ago <laughs> that's true that's true and while there's certainly some digital radio and, yeah, i mean you got hd, HD radio's all yeah. digital but it, Traditional radio, it's, it's all analog. Yeah. And we talked about why most radio manufacturers and car manufacturers have eliminated AM altogether. And we were on a whole bunch of AM stations that, unfortunately, people shared with us. They don't even listen on the radio. They listen to our podcast because they want it at their convenience. That's a shame, but that's kind of the way things went. And because we look into tomorrow, we thought, all right, let's just concentrate on that. So thank you, John. I appreciate that and appreciate your support of it. Because, yeah, it had me worried. We let our stations know, what, two and a half months in advance so that they could replace us with whatever other weekend programming they decided to do. You know, call the lawyer or, you know, get help from the plumber or whatever else. But we made that decision. And people like John are backing us up. And we appreciate that. It makes me feel gooder. There you go. Much more better. Right because that's what counts (laughs) what do you think i hope that you are not only subscribing to our free podcast because unlike some other tech shows we're not charging you for our podcast that's absurd who the heck would do that she does anyway uh but let us know what you think and if hopefully you're enjoying our new version of into tomorrow each and every week into but let us hear from you too we appreciate that you want to make me feel good too right
1: sure bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology this has been into tomorrow with dave graveline Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper-focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1-800-914-0245 today.